Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everyone, I'm a Comey. Hey everybody, this is Turkman82. Alright, Turk. That's me. Do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? That was idealistic. I was a maverick, because mavericks see life through the lens of possibility. We dent the universe. We dent the universe? We do. What's the hell does that mean? Uh, that means that like, when you come across a body that's committed suicide hanging up in the forest, instead of like reporting it to the police, you film it and put it on YouTube. That's, that's a dent in the universe that will never come out. Yeah, but but you know, I, I you know I want to become better. I don't want like to let my mistakes define me. But now, you know, if I saw the body, I would film it. But can I also make fun of it too? Well, I I don't know about that, but I do know boxing is by far one of the best things to happen in my life. Hmm. Okay. So dead bodies in boxing. Yeah. Sounds like critical bill. <laughs> It actually sounds like uh, Logan Paul. Mm, I was going to say it sounds like a piece of shit, but yeah, it sounds like Logan Paul. <laughs> These have all been Logan Paul quotes. Uh, my, my favorite quote of his is, No matter how many people want me to crawl in a hole and die forever, I'm not going to do that. Which, you know, that just makes me feel great. <laughs> that, that's a great line. <laughs> now, how many people say I should, you shouldn't die? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not for you or anybody. <laughs> like so you're self-aware but not so self-aware that you realize just how happy you would make the world oh man so uh yeah we figured we'd talk about uh about our good buddy logan paul oh yes uh, logan paul the man with two first names and doesn't know how to spell either one of them <laughs> yep yeah, yeah the guy who took one of the few sports that I actually like, I actually was a fan of boxing, and he has just tainted it, ruined it forever, just like all those sex perverts ruined Sonic for me. Why can't Logan Paul do, like, MMA? <laughs> because MMA is, like, actually brutal. Yeah, I, <laughs> not, I mean... Not to say that boxing isn't brutal, or not to say that boxing can't be brutal, but... Like that—that's—that's that's what this guy needs. It's just get grounded and pounded, kneed in the chest a few times. I would agree. But yeah, he—he he keeps ruining shit that I love, Turk. What's he ruined now? He—he's ruined Pokemon cards, which we laughed the first time that he lost millions of dollars on Pokemon cards, which he totally deserved. So wait, has he lost money again on Pokemon he's, cards? He's done done it again. He has done it again. Why Pokemon cards? Maybe you should switch over to Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't like Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. Why the hell can't he just be into Yu-Gi-Oh and like stop, stop with my stuff, man? Leave my shit alone, Logan Paul. Yeah, maybe you can do he, like some Digimon. He bought a bunch of classic Game Boy colors, like the the generation before the Game Boy Pocket when they were like. Or no, it was it was actually the the Game Boy Pockets, all those like ones that used like less batteries and they were slightly smaller. Mm -hmm. They were awesome. He got a he bought a whole ton of them and he cast them in resin to make a fucking coffee table. Or you mean he paid somebody to do that? I yeah, I mean I don't know. I'm sure he didn't cast the resin himself, but yeah, like all that to say, he wasted like 
dozens of Game Boys. Just for a fucking conversation furniture piece. I hate him. <laughs> he, probably, he probably doesn't even doesn't even play video games. Probably not. Well, I'll bet he does, but I'll bet it's like dumb shit like Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> When you say so, when you say dumb shit, that's the only thing I can think of. It's like he plays Raid Shadow Legends and and League of Legends and shit like that. He doesn't he doesn't play like fun stuff. If he does play something like Smash Brothers, then he he just like plays Captain Falcon, but he only spams Falcon Punch instead of like doing the knee aerial. And it's like, dude, you're not fun to fight. He was gonna he was gonna play uh, World of Warcraft. But then when his friends like, hey, dude, you going to play some WoW? He's like, I just downloaded World of Warcraft. You want to play some of the game? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. So, he, he's continuing to shit all over my childhood. And, uh, he... And, you know, at this point, like, I don't know why he acts like... Well, I guess I, sh- I guess I should, like, bitch about this after we go through the article. But, like, I don't know why he keeps acting like this is a tragedy. Because, like, as, as huge as he is... He's gonna recoup that 3.5 million just by bitching about it on YouTube. Okay. Like, he'll get that in ad revenue alone. 3.5 million. Yep. You gotta tell me a story here. 3.5 million. (laughs) On Pokemon cards. Yep. He released a video titled, I lost $3,500,000 on fake Pokemon cards. So, basically... Because, like, all the money in collecting Pokemon cards these days is if they're still factory-sealed. If you can find, like, a factory-sealed package of uh, Gen 1 cards, that's where all the money is. But then, like, as soon as you, like, the only way you can verify that is to take it to, like, an official card exchange. And uh, then they have to open the package to verify it anyway. Mark, that seems kind of counterintuitive. Exactly. Exactly. At which point it's like Pandora's cards, where it's like, well, you know, as as soon as you open the card, the cards both gain value and lose value at the same time. So let's call so, the uh, thing off. So before I before I get married, uh, I want to make sure that my wife's a virgin. Well, there's only one way we can tell if she's a virgin. If I take her <laughs> to my office. I'm gonna have to stick my dick in her. Now, when I do that, though, if she is a virgin, she won't be a virgin anymore. <laughs> So, you won't be the first person to have her. I will. But I will be able to verify that. Prior to that, she was a virgin. So, <laughs> just letting you know. Well, but what if I went to the office with you and I say, no, 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 no I'm the doctor here. <laughs> Ask him how it feels to know he's getting sloppy seconds. <laughs> how does it feel to know you're... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so in this video, Logan Paul travels to Chicago to verify if his cards are real with the baseball card exchange, at which point he open they open it up and turns out that it's a bunch of G.I. Joe collectible cards. Which, you know, I've, I've said this many times about many things, but like, you know, if you, if you shit your pants once, that's an accident, and I get that. You shit your pants twice, that's a pretty bad coincidence. It's like, oh gee, you know, how, how embarrassing that that happened to Logan twice. You shit your pants three times, that's a habit. That's a fetish. That's a fetish. That's where it's like, you know, I'm starting to think Logan's really got a thing for shit in his pants. Because at this point, three out of three times, he has just not taken the opportunity to not shit his pants. So like, 
How many times am I supposed to sit here and watch you spend literal millions of dollars on counterfeit Pokemon cards and acting surprised when it happens before it's like, you know what, I'm pretty sure he's just getting his rocks off on burning fucking money on dumb shit. Okay, so how is, how is a, is, is there a PAX or box? Um, this was a box. And these, are these, are, are these like first gen? They would have to be. If and, not, and not unlimited. Yeah, I mean, they, they would have to be first editions for that kind of money to change hands. But how much is a box of of sealed first editions worth? It can't be worth millions of dollars. If It depends, because, like, I've seen, I've seen some of, like, those holographic ones. I've seen them sell for, like, upwards of a million dollars just alone. Wait, uh, like, like, a, like, like a... Okay, so like a first edition Charizard. Mm-hmm. In like, you know, near mint condition. I'm not going to do that whole grading shit. You know how I feel about that. Million dollars. I'm pretty sure I saw one of those go for a million dollars. It might have been a Mewtwo. Well, there's no way I would pay that for a fucking card. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I mean, what am I going to... What are you going to do with it? I mean, if it, one day, one day, Pokemon will not be popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, well I, I feel like that's I feel like it's a couple of generations away. Okay. The Charizard card is nowhere near, that card is nowhere near as popular as it once was. I don't think it's going to continue appreciating in value. Because, like, Charizard is not always going to be the most popular Pokemon. He's not, he's not right now. Well, I mean, Pikachu's always going to be number one in that spot because he's the mascot, but, like, Charizard has been in more spinoff games than any other Pokemon. But, I mean, Charizard was, was the most popular card at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, most powerful card at the time. Yeah, yeah. Even that damn Fire Spin, like, cost a lot to use. Yeah, four energy, 100 damage. But it was, it was, it was the four fire energy. Mm-hmm. But I think he had the, uh, he had that ability where any energy on him could be turned into fire energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, I always, 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 always put a double colorless on him. Oh yeah. And then, um, and then two, and then I would just basically just keep spinning the two, and keep the double the double colorless to because it was cards, not the not energy. Right, right. Um. But anyway, because uh, I mean, I've got a Charizard from the uh the uh. First, well, it's the unlimited, but it's the uh, not not first edition, but the you know uh, the um, like I said, unlimited. I've got a foil Charizard, yeah, yeah, and Venusaur, and Bulbasaur, um, and Zapdos, and all of them, and they're in, in you know damn near pristine condition. Like I, I have no idea what the value of them is. I, I don't know. You could probably make some pretty sweet bank off of that, good lord. Hold on. Oh, you keep going. I mean, um. So, yeah, just to just to keep going on the story. Uh, so Paul purchased a series of what he believed were sealed and authenticated boxes of first edition Pokemon cards. So it was multiple boxes. That's still a hell of a lot of money to spend uh, on something that you're going to have to devalue to authenticate. Um, 
However, when the BBCE representative actually opened the boxes, they were filled with packs of G.I. Joe collectible cards and not Pokemon cards. G.I. Joe? G.I. Joe, it could have been anything else in Angry Paul the Eld. What's wrong with G.I. Joe cards? I mean, I don't really know what they looked like, but I mean, like, no, it couldn't have been anything else. <sighs> but he also noticed that the card boxes were not labeled first edition. Now they're, like... How can you be so fucking blind as to miss such an obvious red flag? Like, that's the first thing you need to look for, is, like, <laughs> does does it have the right words on the box? Like, what what's next? Well, Paul also noticed that the box actually said G.I. Joe instead of Pokemon on it. Dumbass. Um, so then he starts bemoaning the Pokemon community. Like, this isn't a community issue. This is a you issue. Like, I, like, Logan Paul is the only Pokemon fan I know who, who is getting shystered out of millions of dollars on counterfeit cards on the regular. How much did he pay for a box? It, it was a series of boxes, a series of sealed boxes for 3.5 million. But it doesn't say how many boxes... Uh, and, and he didn't buy them from a reputable person. Apparently not, because here's the thing. So the, the BBCE dude opens it. It's G.I. Joe cards. He gets all pissed off. Oh, G.I. Joe. And then, like, the BBCE guy points out that it's like, the box doesn't even say first edition. So it's like, okay, so this is just you being a dumbass again. Yeah. If I'm about to invest three and a half million dollars, I'm, I better make sure that the right words are on the box. Okay, so... Alright, so let's let's just say the, that that the box was genuine. So I I get the box, I take it to the card guy. The it's a sealed box. The guy can't verify this an actual sealed box until he opens it, right? Mm-hmm. So he opens the the the, uh, the shrink wrap, opens the box, takes a pack of cards out, inspects the pack, opens the pack up, right? Or or did he just open the box and inside there was just GI Joe cards? Um, did he actually open a pack and see that there was, um, and inside they had like gone through the trouble of like getting actual, like empty, like, uh, packs of cards. And then this says when the BBCE representative actually opened the boxes, they were filled with packs of GI Joe collectible cards and not Pokemon cards. So, so they didn't even bother going through the trouble. They just put it in a empty Pokemon box, uh, card box. And that was it. Yeah. So like they didn't even try to change the packaging, but they got three and a half mils. So. Okay, um, so so again, let's just say just for shits and giggles, he opens it up and there are there's a pack of Pokemon cards in there. The guy inspects the pack, and then he opens it up. So it, now what at this point? Hmm. I mean, I guess he just you know slabs them in Lucite where you can't enjoy them and uh, just waits for them to appreciate in value. Like what? What do people do with any collectible? But, I mean, okay, I ha I have $3.5 million now. Right. I'm not even guaranteed a Charizard in that box. Right. Uh. Meanwhile, you could have spent that $3.5 million on, like, hookers and blow. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to appreciate in value, but I'm going to have a hell of a lot more fun. You're sure going to appreciate them now. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to be able to play them. And you'll be like, oh, I knocked you out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, 
that's the thing. When when you get down to it, it's like three and a half million dollars is three and a half million dollars. I I don't think I could possibly spend three and a half million dollars before I die. Mostly because there's no way in hell I could possibly live longer than another ten years. I'd be I, shocked. I could definitely spend three and a half million dollars, and I could even spend three and a half million dollars on one item. It sure as hell would not be a pack of Pokemon cards. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean. If I had three and a half million dollars, I mean, you, you know, you got to set aside two and a half million for fuck you money. You know, like that's, that's your emergency fund to where it's like, no, I can, I can quit this job. I can get myself a decent car or whatever. And you live off the interest on that. Right. But like with that last million dollars, you know what I would get? The kids next door tree house. Oh, hell yeah. That would be it. Now, I didn't know, like at the time that they first offered that. That and Birdman's car, like, it was a million dollars. Mm-hmm. What would it cost now? Oh, I mean, the way the housing market has gone, I'd be shocked if it was less than $2.5 million. <laughs> so. Well, now, now don't, let's not forget that the kids next door tree house had part of a of a jumbo jet in it mm-hmm. and a part of a, of a uh, aircraft carrier in it. Yep. So. It was pretty awesome. Had the hull of a ship. Plus, at the time, it was, like, fully stocked with, like, every current video game console. It had, like, a GameCube, a PS2, and an Xbox. God, I wanted that thing so bad. Oh, me too. I mean, I mean, it was, it was so unobtainable that I did not have a million dollars. I didn't even have close it. I couldn't even ask for, like, Mom, if I pay for half, I'm going pay for the other half. Like, no, that wasn't going to happen. Man, I, I would have, like, thrown my own children into traffic to... To get that that treehouse, dude, I got hard just watching the commercial for it, man. I was just like, I was like, oh my god, this exists! I want this so bad. Oh man, it sucked. But yeah, I would definitely buy the kids next door treehouse. Yeah, like that, that's that's all I really need, you know. It's like, man, I, I might get myself like a, a nice, like a really nice bike, like a Schwinn bike or something. But yeah, but. Uh, yeah, like uh, other than that, I don't, I don't have a lot of, uh, a lot of needs in this world. <laughs> so, I wouldn't mind having Scrooge's money, Ben. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine like going to your bank and be like, "Oh yes, I'm going to, I'm going to withdraw three point five million dollars from my bank account to buy a single box of cards." From a person I don't even technically know if they're real or not, and can't find them again later. Yep. Oh, it gets better. Um, Please, do tell. Paul was tipped off to the possibility that the cards might be fake after a trading card fan site dug into the purchase history of the deck Paul purchased. He tweeted on January 4th that he was flying to Chicago to verify if the deck was real. So he even got warned by people. Hey, guy, this is probably a fake. We've tracked the purchase history. It doesn't make sense. And still, the dumbass decided to spend three and a half million dollars. So, let's see. Now, you know, I don't agree in fleecing people. But I will take a fool's money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm totally fine with fleecing people. I don't like... I don't like lying. But if it's a perfectly honest thing to be like, Hey, this has absolutely no value... But you see value in it, and I'm willing to part with it based off of your perceived value of it. Okay. Kind yep. of like NFTs. Like, yeah. It's like, no. Like, Pokemon cards were made for a bunch of sweaty, snot-nosed 10-year-olds to hang out at the mall and play Pokemon duels with each other. 
I remember when the Pokemon Trading Card League popped into the the Books a Million in my town when I was a kid, and I traded my Weezing card for a holographic Lapras and felt like I was the absolute best bargain man ever. Like, that's what that shit's all about. It's not about this stuff. Okay, how old is, is Logan Paul? He's younger than me. Hold on. I'm pretty sure he's younger than me. I think Jake Paul's my age. Uh, Logan Paul, age 26. So, when he was younger, like, Pokemon wasn't as big of a thing as it was when you were younger. I mean, I was eight years old when Pokemon released. I was, like, the target demographic. Man, he's, what, five years younger than you? Six years? Six, yeah. Which means he would have been two when Pokemon first came out. So, like, this isn't even, like, a childhood thing for him. Right. So, what I'm trying to think of, wonder is, why is this grown-ass, overpaid, rich kid, why is he investing his money in Pokemon cards instead of actually putting into something that will have a, a real return? Yeah. Like comics. <laughs> I'm wondering, yeah, but... I mean, I'm wondering if uh, if he's even actually spending this kind of money on these cards. Or if uh, it's all just bullshit. Because he's not buying on eBay. Well, they're definitely... I'm pretty sure that first deck that he got that was all fakes came off of eBay. I could be wrong about that. But... But, like, the other ones, he's not... I mean, he's not spending that kind of money just buying them from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be... Someone is getting in contact with him and, like... I don't know, like douchebag Craigslist or something, <laughs> and like, hey, I've got these uh, these Pokemon cards here. And so where where people can't watch and see like who bought it, right, right. It's I, astounding to me that he's not a crypto bro. I I really don't think he's spending that much money on. It. I think he's just saying that he is. Well, they've got. Uh, they say that there are videos on his Instagram page showing him uh, displaying a card that cost him one hundred and fifty thousand. A deck that he paid over 200000 for, and a first edition Pokemon box that he paid $1 million for. But we don't know. We never but see we it. don't know that. Yeah. Right, we don't see the transaction. Yeah, we don't see the receipts or anything. Um, until I collected Pokemon cards, I never felt I was able to capture a piece of my childhood back. I love how the cards look and how they make me feel like a big kid with a lot of money to spend on cardboard. That's because you're a big kid with a lot of money to spend on cardboard. And that's infuriating. And this is not a piece of your childhood. You were two when Pokemon came out. Right. And by the time you would have gotten to Pokemon age, like, they would have been, like, eight years later. Yeah. And... So, like, optimistically, Gen 3. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I mean, those games were decent, but, I mean, that that's not the same thing. That's That's not, like, the Pokemon cards swept the nation at the beginning. Like, that that was my childhood, not his. And so, it, it's just, it's stupid. It's like, no, when you were two, you were, like, watching the fucking Wiggles and Thomas the Tank Engine. You wouldn't have known Pokemon if they, like, kicked you in the ass. And bananas and pajamas. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about bananas and pajamas. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still stupid. Like, even even now, like, my local Target um, is like, oh, limited to five packs of Pokemon cards per customer. Please don't shoot anybody. Like, you said please. <laughs> that gives me the option to say no. 
But I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. I, I think he's just full of shit. I think he's just doing it to be like, oh, look, I got duped again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's happening way too frequently for it to um, and, for it to be a fully legitimate thing. And what's he going to do with the car? So, okay, I get the box, and he's like, he's like, I'm recapturing my childhood. Well, then you don't need to buy a full box of cards for that. A, you know, full box of first-gen cards. Or, or be so stupid to buy a box of cards, and like I said, like these don't even say like first gen on it, you know, or for, right, right, you know, first edition. Like they don't say anything like that. So, like, yeah, you're just a you're just a moron, and I don't really think he's he's. I mean, hell, for all I know, he could be actually buying them himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what, what were the first set of cards that he got? I'm trying to remember. Um... Because all of this stuff is from the events uh, from December of 21. Yeah, January 22. I don't know. What was that first thing? It was... It was... um, At the time, it was the biggest... That was $2 million in February of last year. But like, like, what were the what were the actual cards he got for the Digimons? Oh, um, the, the ones in the first batch, uh, they were actual counterfeits. Like they had like the misprintings and the telltale signs. You could hold them up to the light and see through them. <laughs> um, there, there were some that were just like modern cards, like ones that weren't even released in the first wave. So I gotta say this. If I was gonna rip you off, right? Like like that. Tell you a box full of uh that there isn't there aren't the cards that I say they are. Are you gonna feel any better giving me a bunch of counterfeit Pokemon cards? The still aren't the things that I wanted? Or just like Jejo cards or a handful of playing cards. Right. Like, I would just give them, like a, like, a whole box of, like, nothing but, you know, just actual, like, Hoyle playing cards. Because it's not going to make you feel any better regardless of what I give you. Right, yeah. So, and and the thing is, I'm I'm, I'm ripping you off. I'm, I'm My whole point is to rip you off and take your money and leave you feeling stupid. So, it still doesn't matter what I give you. Right, yeah. I think it was mostly just so that there would be weight to the box. Yeah, but I mean, going through, like, at least, at least giving himself Pokemon cards, like, yeah, but this will give you something. You can still play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, okay. Like, you, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to say this, but you, you wasted your own time with that. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd probably. Be willing to pack up a box of fake Pokemon cards for two million dollars. That shit in a box and send it to him. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. But I mean, if this is at all anywhere like near true, he's such a damn moron. He's a classic. I mean, he's the classic example of. Someone that has 
more money than he needs mm-hmm. and has no idea what to do with it and has no appreciation for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say that he has to invest, like, like has to invest it, but at least invest a little bit of it. I mean, if you're going to a real investment, not this, like, bullshit, I'm going to put it into this. I mean, that really is like like a dumbass kid's thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to put it into this, and then when I get older, I'm going to use this. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. That's the thing. It's like... If it were an investment, then you wouldn't have gotten cheated twice in a row, or, mm-hmm. or twice within the span of a year. And if I actually had a box, if I had a unopened box of first edition cards, mm-hmm. why would I sell them to you and not put them on auction? Yeah. I can make a shit ton more money at auction. Unless... Because I know uh, your dumbass would go to the auction to buy it. So right. I know at least I would get 3.5 out of you for that. I mean, unless that's the thing. Like, maybe... Like, you know, we keep saying this 3.5 mil seems so high for, you know, a, a deck. So, I mean, may, maybe that's it. Maybe he knew, while they're not typically going for this much, this guy's a real dumbass. It's one thing to take somebody's money, but the more I look at this, I'm like, this guy just shouldn't even have money. Like, he shouldn't. Like, it, it's, you know, I, I take that back. If I had to take something away from him, if I said that you can't, you are not allowed to have this, I'd let him have the money. Say, okay, you are allowed to have all the money you want. Yeah. You can't have air. Air. That's the one thing I, I refuse to let you allow. I have like that's it. You can have all the money you want, but you are not allowed to have air. Oh shit! I would take away his uh, his boxing. Like I would, I would let him keep the desire. I would let him keep the ability to have matches. But like, I would, I would just make it so that every time he stepped into the ring, he just got his ass handed to him because that's what he needs. Like, it's it's disgusting that he wins as much as he does because they're not wins based off of skill. It's either people who are so out of practice that it would be laughable for them to even consider beating him, or it's people who are just paid to throw it. You know it would be nice to be to put him through, what's it, the Ludovico machine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so every time he thought about throwing hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> Now, that would be great. Like he would, like you said, he had the desire to, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but as soon as he got in the ring, he had to actually put his, his fist up. Like he, he would be puking able to all over himself. Now, that Not Ludwig Van Bay. <laughs> that would be that'd be beautiful, right there. Oh yeah. Oh, you could you could probably hypnotize him because, like you know, like every like whenever you get in the ring, um, they get an opponent, then like you immediately like freeze up. That could work, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a situation where I feel like it's amazing that like somebody hasn't already tried to get some like weird Enochian Satanist to try to put a curse on. I still don't understand like how these people like live. Like, like why why do people continue to to Support them. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets me. Like, like it's the fact that he's still got fans after all this. 
That is so, so frustrating to me. Yeah. You know, 3.5 million, I can make a damn Pikachu. Right? I mean, shit, I could take that guy like a, like one of those like Mexican rats and they kind of look like small dogs. And, <laughs> and like, they paint that shit yellow. <laughs> Stick a battery up his ass. Man, I can do something, man. But... And if I could just throw 3.5 million away on something stupid, I would get like a life-size replica of the Iron Giant's head. With or without dent? Oh, with with the dent, yeah. Okay. Or I would get like a life-size replica of the robot from uh, the Back to the Future remake on Netflix. But it would actually be capable of transforming. Back to the Future? No, not Back to the Future. Uh, Lost in Space, sorry. It's <laughs> it's 240M. Have you seen the Lost in Space remake? Which, wait, 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 wait. The uh, the movie with Matt LeBlanc? No, no. <laughs> this, is, this is a three-season series that oh, uh, yeah, 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 did yeah. a few years ago. It's actually really good. Hers really good. I mean, it, the, the movie the one with Matt LeBlanc is, is horrible, but it does have <laughs> Gary Oldman in it. I, I remember his name this time. Hey. And it had uh, Heather Graham in it. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely, delicious Heather Graham. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I call it Heather Graham crackers. <laughs> um, and it had uh, Tom Cruise's first wife in it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, she's got... Uh, man, she could sing opera with those lungs. <laughs> um, and Lacey Chabert. Chabert's. Um, <laughs> Chabert's. <laughs> now, wow. granted, she was a little younger at the time. Yeah, I understand that, but... She's not younger now, and when I think of Lacey <laughs> Chabert, I think of the way she looks now. And for those of you that don't remember, or don't know, or don't give a shit, she was the original Meg voice on Family Guy. Mm-hmm. It does, I mean, maybe it's because like when I the, for the brief period I watched Family Guy, I'm so used to the Mila Kunis voice, but Lacey Chabert's voice didn't really quite fit. Uh yeah, I do remember it being a lot cutesier. Mm. But uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the Netflix remake, um. Uh, I will say Will Robinson is insufferable and infuriating as a character, but uh, the robot design alone makes it worth it. So, here's something interesting. I was watching an episode of The Twilight Zone, Mm -hmm. and it had the guy that played Dr. Smith in it. Nice. He can actually act. (laughs) Like, like not just that, 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 oh, you... Yeah, cantankerous climate like like boats and buckets or whatever. Like not that 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 boy. Like he can actually act. Yeah, I was like, wow, I've never seen this guy actually act before. Like that's what was the episode? I'm pro- if it's like from the '60s series, I probably know it. It's the one where there's the gentleman's club, and the one guy's always like borrowing money from people, and the other guy um, he doesn't like him, um, and so he makes him a bet that he. Um, that he won't be able to not talk for like a year. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. So the one that keeps that keeps talking to the guy that makes the bet and he's like, Are you sure about this? Are you sure you want to do this? Like, you know, you're starting to look bad and all this stuff. He's Dr. Smith. Wow. Yeah. That's a really good one too. Yeah, that is a really good one. Really, really good one. Um I would have gone so Wayne Brady on that guy. It would be <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty whack. But yeah, I, I had no idea that was... St- I've never seen any of the 60s uh, Lost in Space. Um, I've just seen a couple of them. But, uh... But yeah, like, there's there's some amazing Twilight Zones, but... There's there's one 
it wasn't the guy with the haunted ventriloquist dummy. Um, but it, it's something like that, where he's like a performer at a nightclub, and of course he makes a deal with somebody or something, but Frank Sutton was in that, and like the only other thing I've ever seen him in was a Sergeant Carter. Shazam! Yeah, and Pyle! <laughs> um, but yeah, like, he's he's an absolutely amazing actor. He's so, so good. Oh, there's an episode of uh, Twilight Zone, right? Not that we're talking about Twilight Zone, but I think we've really pretty much done talking about Logan Paul. Right? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Logan Paul, eat shit and die. Uh, Even though I've read your quote that you won't do that, no matter how badly we want you to, but just know. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you can eat shit and die. I thought he would do anything for his fans. <laughs> that just makes him a liar, too. Hey, if, if you kill yourself, I'll become a fan. You know, you know I'll even do one better. If you happen to uh, hang yourself in a forest, and it has to be Japanese forest, <laughs> I promise I won't laugh. Um, I can't promise that I won't laugh, but um, I'll tell you what, if uh, if you do go hang yourself in the forest, just promise me that as you're filming it, you say, uh, buckle the fuck up, kitties, <laughs> before you kick the stool. And, uh, yeah, don't be a puss and wear a diaper either. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll legitimately buy Logan Paul merch if he does that, because then I'll know that he's serious about, like, making people happy. You know what? Only only if I could make my very own Logan Paul shirt. <laughs> no, no. Logan Paul promotion uh not promotion uh uh motivational poster. <laughs> if I could if I could make my, my very own Logan Paul motivational poster, I'd do that. What would you put on it? Um well if he if he did all that, like we just, just talked about, you know those pictures of the of the cats? Like, hang on to the tree branch that says, hang in there, baby? Yeah. <laughs> so it would say, buckle the fuck up, kitty? <laughs> no. There would be a picture of him in the forest, and it would just say, hang in there, baby. <laughs> uh, if I was going to design my own Logan Paul poster, it would be... Um, are you are you familiar with, like, the meme reaction pictures, the, the Wojaks? Mm-mm. Those, like, really badly drawn humans, like, drawn in MS Paint, and they always have, like, a lot of wrinkles on their face. Not not the troll faces, but, like, the guys who always look really depressed. Mm, not sure if I do. Uh, hold on. Let me... Let me Google a couple of them. Because, uh, this, this is important. So, Wojaks are kind of the new troll faces. It's these things. Okay, I've seen those. Yeah, and so, like, there's a hundred million of them, and they're always, like, these reaction images. And, uh, they're not super great, but if I... If I were to do a Logan Paul poster, it would be a redraw of this... (laughs) (laughs) Pointing at the hanging body. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) <laughs> just all I really have to do is draw the stupid uh, Toy Story alien hat that he was wearing and it would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Wojak. Alright, so, so what were you going to say? Change, change your subject from Logan Paul. Oh yeah, well we were talking about Twilight Zone. Oh so, yeah. Um, you you were gonna bring up another episode. So um, I was gonna say, 
uh, have you seen the one where the there's some kind of war that happened and there um and the war is over and there's a there's like this one soldier walking by and he keeps finding this woman that uh it's in color. Oh, it's, oh wait, wait. then it's probably not from the series I've seen. No, no, maybe it's black and white. I don't know. Anyway, it um, sounds familiar. And and she was she was from the from the opposite uh she was from the other like uh like country and he was telling her he's like look i'm tired of war i'm not fighting with you he's like you probably don't speak my language but like i'm not trying to fight you and he's walking around and uh and she keeps like kind of following him to see what he's up to she thinks that he's going to like maybe try to attack her and at one because he does attack her in the beginning and like steals her food then he comes back and feels bad about it and he's like eh, look and in the end like they kind of he goes and gets a suit and he gets out of his military uniform and he gives her like this dress that was hanging up in the shop and he gives it to her and they change and then they kind of go off together to start like a new life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that? I have not. Um, it sounds familiar to one from the black and white series, but it, it was like a civil war one. Uh, it, it is a, it is a black and white one. Um, cause I just remembered, uh, I had to be black and white, but Anyway, so the guy in it is Charles Bronson. Oh wow. A young Charles Bronson. And the woman in it is uh was Elizabeth McGovern, um, who played damn, she's cute. Yeah, they're not showing her again now. Yeah, I was oh yeah, there. Okay. I was like, all of those are dudes to her. Um, I mean, it was like Elizabeth McGovern from uh, Bewitched. Yeah. But she's got dark hair. Huh. And it's like, I've never seen her with dark hair before. Um, and it's, it, it, first, you, I don't even really recognize her until you look at her nose. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, huh. yeah. Uh, if it's a black and white one, I had to have seen it, but it must have been so long I don't remember it. Yeah. I mean, like, I do remember there being one where, like, uh, Civil War soldier is like talking to this woman, and and like the the opposing side is like about to come marching through. I think he was a Confederate, and the Union was coming marching through, but I can't remember now. I think I started watching that one the other day, but I didn't watch it all because it was like um, I I had to. Uh, it was but it was on in the morning, and I was getting ready for work. Yeah, but they, he he starts off with the same one. He's talking to this guy, and the guy's like he's he's like. They're supposed to be um, um, scouts, and they're way waiting for the for the other uh, the uh, the other the other like uh, people that come through. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm going to go down to that town there and and see." And the guy's like, "I don't want to do that." And then he tells him, "Like, oh, it's the battle of this." Yeah. And like I'm tired of war. Like I, everything that happened there. And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah well I'm yeah. going to do this." He goes off down there anyway. And then something happens, but I missed everything that happened after that. So is that the one? That sounds right, yeah. And I, I don't remember that one super well either, because that's one I've only seen like once. Mm. Um, this is this is going to be really weird, uh, because you know how I feel about uh, dolls in movies, but Talkie Tina is one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes. So, did... Did Talkie Tina, like, was she, I mean, did she actually do any, I mean. Uh, she trips the dad on the stairs and he falls and breaks his neck. 
Yeah, and then you better be nice to me, or no, I should not steal a bunch of those ones. Which is pretty good. No, not hers. The other one. The other, the other one's pretty good too. <laughs> well, you have to wait till they show her again close up. She's like, eh. um, she, she looks cute from from far away, but up close, not as much. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, talky Tina, like it, it starts off with just a lot of banter and. Even though it just, it sounds totally mechanical, it doesn't sound like a living doll. She's just, like, she's the right level of menacing, but also, like, really good at having back-and-forth banter. Uh, I'm trying to think of which one I saw. Oh, I saw one recently. I didn't get a chance to finish it. It was the one where the, um, uh, uh, hold on, Burgess Meredith. Um, he's, like, this kind of, like, kind of weak milk toast guy and he's always being picked on and this alien really cheesy looking to it alien shows up and they give him like the uh, oh, super, super strength yeah god that's a good one i never got to see how that one ended um i'm pretty sure that he just like loses the strength at the end but of course it's at some like unfortunate time that causes his hubris to be his undoing um and the one with the guy that uh, that he lives in a town where he knows everything, and he, can, and he tells people he's, uh, he's predicting the weather, and he's like, "There's a really bad storm coming," and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they tell him they 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 pull him away. Now they say, "If you want like a great adventure, then come to the woods at this time or something like that." And he goes out there, and they're actually aliens, and they're going to take him away on their spaceship because yep, they think yeah. he's so smart. And he pulls out the uh, pulls out the harmonica. And starts playing it. And yep. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen the one where the guy uh, gains the ability to read minds for a day? I don't think so. It's spectacular. He's he's like going to buy a newspaper and he like tosses the dime or whatever it is, whatever, whatever actually uh, bought a newspaper back then, mm-hmm. and it lands perfectly on the edge. And the newspaper guy's like, "Oh, it's your lucky day." And so he's a bank teller and he goes into work at the bank and. Uh, he suddenly realizes that he's hearing everybody's thoughts. And so, of course, at first he's, like, responding to it because he doesn't realize that he's hearing their thoughts. He thinks people are talking to him. So if they're like, oh, this, this guy's goofy looking. He's like, uh, excuse me? That, that That's rude. And they're like, oh, I didn't say anything. And uh, so he's, like, going around listening to everybody's thoughts and having a bunch of fun. And uh, it, it's it's hilarious. There's one scene where you just see this gorgeous woman like making a huge withdrawal and like sitting there counting the money. And so he like walks by and he doesn't hear anything from her. He like walks back and leans in really close and he still doesn't hear anything. <laughs> but then he goes up to the security guard who's like one of his best friends there at the bank. And the security guard's just thinking, yep, I'm going to pull out my pistol and I'm going to hold up this place. I'll clear out all the money and before the police even get here, I'll be halfway across the country on my way to, to whatever whatever place out, outside of American soil and just, like, just going down this entire list. So he starts freaking out and he knows that he he's going to have a really hard time getting the cops there because he can't just say he read the guy's thoughts. Right. So he's like freaking out and trying to figure it out, and then he's like, "Oh, maybe, maybe I just misread the situation." So he's like following him around, listening to him again, and then he just goes over the whole thing again. He's like, "Yep, I'm just gonna pull out my pistol. I'm gonna knock this bank over." And so finally, a cop like comes into the bank or something like that. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it, it winds up that he uh, 
that he's like, this guy's gonna rob the bank, this guy's gonna rob the bank, so he, he spills everything that he overheard him say, and the guy's like, how did you know any of that? And he's like, that's uh, not important, I, whatever. And the guy's like, well, no, you, you don't get it, that's just my little private fantasy, I tell myself that every day when I'm bored, because it just helps while away the hours in this thankless, horrible job. <laughs> what about the girl, though? I mean, nothing. It was just a it was just a throwaway joke that she didn't have a thought in her head. Oh, gotcha. Which is why you couldn't hear the thoughts. Well, she did draw withdrawing a lot of money, so I was like, was there something more to it than that? Or okay, no, no, just just dumb bimbo with a lot of money, <laughs> like Logan Paul, who brought it back full circle. All right, I was gonna say, you know, she's probably going to get some huge breast breast implants. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was going to buy Pokemon cards. <laughs> So bringing it back to Logan Paul, uh, Logan Paul, since you uh, since you like Pokemon nostalgia and, and old video game nostalgia, and since you like taking cool old consoles and uh, and turning them into crafts and works of art, I've got a little suggestion for you uh, before we land this plane. So uh, what what you do is you take like an old console, like say a, a Nintendo sixty four, maybe a GameCube, but you know like what why not both. And, like, you, you take those into the bathroom with an extension cord. That way you can plug them in and they'll run while you're, like, there in the bathroom. And uh, then you uh, you can fill up your bathtub full of water, whatever, whatever temperature is comfortable for you. And uh, then you stand in the bathtub and you can just toss those video game consoles in the tub with you. And you'll get transported to the video game world. It's really cool. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I thought that's how you went to, um, to, uh, what's that place, um, where, where Sancho is. Uh, Quickville, yeah. Yeah, Quickville. <laughs> so I was going to say, since, um, Quickville since he, is where all the video games are real, so. Because he enjoys, like, making, like, coffee tables and stuff out of, like, old things that nobody uses anymore. Maybe he can make a coffee table out of his mother's clown hole. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm just saying, I mean... I'm pretty sure his mother refers to him as the little abortion that got away. <laughs> she should. <laughs> she should flog herself every night for that one. <laughs> what have I done? Every kid I had... Bob Odenkirk was a producer on this? A uh, different Odenkirk. Oh, wow. Um... um. You know, it'd be great as if on on Logan Paul's birthday, she brings him like a like a cake and says, "Happy birthday to my firstborn child." He's like, "I'm Logan." She's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, you." <laughs> the fact that she doesn't know either one of them <laughs> and can't tell them apart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's spouted some bullshit about how proud she is of them and people just bullied her mercilessly. Um, I'm so glad my sons are on their own and out of my hair. <laughs> God, I'm pretty sure I would never forgive myself if my kids turned out anything like either of the Paul brothers. Yeah, I would make them change their last name. 
Yeah. Yeah. Either that or I changed my last name. <laughs> I'd have like reconstructive surgery or something. I mean, there was no way I'd be able to walk around and be like, oh, yes, I'm related to these two jack and apes. <laughs> like, fuck that. I still don't, like, they were already rich kids anyway, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're pretty much like the, like the male equivalent, equivalent of the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, yeah. Except, you know, at least the Kardashians are, are at least have their moments where some of what they upload, they look attractive. Yeah, that, I can, I can, I can, I can agree with that. I mean, I mean that doesn't make them any less insufferable. But I mean, hey, Kim at one point was with Kanye, so yeah, I was gonna say like even even if Kanye married Logan Paul, I still wouldn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> like like if Kanye married Logan Paul and Logan got him back to like singing like like old school Kanye raps, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so. I mean, I mean, I, like, I still couldn't, I, I, like, no, I, st- I still be like, no, I still hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've, I, I've already said what it would take for me to become a fan. I mean, just like, what's it, is the song Gone, where Kanye's got the line, he goes, but if they ever flip sides like Anakin, you sell everything, including the mannequin. Like, I'm like... <laughs> Oh, uh, it, it's like the song. The song's like is great. So like, you know, it's talking about business and whatnot. But I'm like, that's just such a great line. If they ever flip sides like Anakin, you will sell everything, including the mannequin. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, those are those are such good lines. He's the and now he doesn't do that anymore. And and if mm-hmm. he married Logan, Logan Paul and he got him back to that man, back to that level, Kanye, I still wouldn't like him. Yeah, and still be like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, this 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 is how much I hate Logan Paul. If Logan Paul somehow got Ben Affleck to break up with Jennifer Lopez, I still <laughs> wouldn't like him. <laughs> and that says a lot, man. That says a fucking lot, dude. Logan Paul could bring Jack Kirby back from the grave, and I would still hate him. Yeah, I, I would... Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, I mean, he he could bring him back from the grave, and it would be like, oh yeah, I've I've orchestrated it so that Kirby is going to work with whatever writer, take your pick, to produce the ultimate graphic novel, and be like, yeah, well, fuck you, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Logan Paul could. Could be like say all you have to do is just say that you think that I, that you acknowledge me as a human being, and if you do that, all racism in the world would be in would end. And I'd be like, I don't mind being called a ninja sometimes. <laughs> That's how much I hate him. <laughs> like, yep. That's how much I hate him. You know, hate is a strong word that I normally like say for people that I really that that like would consider like my enemies, right? But um, but it's not it's not really a true hate. It's the it's like there's only there's only so much air that we can breathe in this world. Yeah, and you're using a lot of it for no reason. Yeah, like. I mean, I can't. I, I can't even say that. You know, well, at least you are like contributing carbon monoxide to the, the, the plants we use and blah blah blah. I mean, no, 
Like, 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 no, like, you don't. Like, like, I would rather if he just went out of existence and left a a miniature black hole, <laughs> right? That continued to move around from place to place, like, like, like he was still there. Yeah. Like randomly sucking shit in, right? As, <laughs> as, as black holes do, as as they do. And I would still like that more, but like, it still doesn't suck as much as Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's still just like randomly going from place to place, fucking shit up. But you know, at least it doesn't have the same personality. Right. You know, just be like, oh yeah, that's just Logan. That's just his way. And like, and if all it costs was to keep to keep that black hole in place and not have him back would be like to actually feed it like like a first gen like Pokemon <laughs> you know, like a, a, a first edition like Pokemon card a day and then after you can foil there's one that has like the first edition symbol on it but like I would I just I find this feed it one every day. Here you go. Well the caveat to that is that if you put a G.I. Joe card in there the universe ends. Well that's that's what I would keep in my back pocket when I run out of first edition Pokemon card. He's <laughs> like this is this the last one tomorrow Logan comes back <laughs> Be like we all in agreement, right? G.I. <laughs> Joe. Be like you know. So be um, like sorry, Logan, house wins. Not, <laughs> not toss in the snake eyes card. <laughs> See? Brought it back to Nicolas. There Nick you, Cage. There yeah. you go, yeah. Same. So uh I've got a hypothetical for you before we land this plane. Okay. Um now I've seen people do this this hypothetical with like Money, where it's like, oh, you get unlimited money that you can do whatever you want with, and you're immortal, you never die. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna change this around to, um, we'll, we'll stick with the immortal, you never die, but, uh, instead of, instead of saying that you get unlimited money. So, you receive an offer from the gods that, uh, Logan Paul will just vanish from existence. He'll, he'll, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good, and just, Vanish from you know, let, let's say both Paul brothers. Why not? Both Paul brothers just gone from the face of this earth. Okay. Um. And and nobody will even mourn their departure. But the the trade off is that there is a snail following you. He is completely immortal and indestructible, and if he touches you in any way, you die. Now, if I died, did the Paul brothers come back? You know what? Let's say yes. I just locked the snail up on something. Put him in lose sight. Okay. Um. Yeah, but how, how are you going to do that? It's a snail. If, if you touch it, you die. I don't have to touch it. I can pick it up with something. It's a snail. It moves slow. I can put it in loose sight. It's immortal, so it's not going to die. And I can always look at it and make sure it stays in place because it's clear. That's true. Good answer. The and then whenever people like the that have to exp- the bad thing is I'd have to like put up a sign or something that says you know this is an immortal snail that keeps Logan and Jake Paul from coming back to life <laughs> uh, because otherwise people look and be like. Why do you have the Paul's mother, the Paul brother's mother's vagina in loose sight? Like, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how really can you tell? Can you tell the difference between like a crusty old snail that's like like leaving slime trails everywhere, <laughs> and, and their mother's clown hole? Yeah. See, the problem with uh, with putting up signage though is that you know you're going to get some troll, because like you know we we live in a world where fuckers are like 
Like licking ice cream right off the store shelves. Yeah. Shit like that. And, you know, of course, there's the whole, like, devious lick trend in schools these days. Devious lick? You haven't seen anything like that? No. Just a thing where people will, like, steal shit from their school, like hand oh. dryers and soap dispensers. Yeah. They call it's, it a devious lick. It's that stupid TikTok shit, right? Yeah, it's some dumbass TikTok trend. I don't understand. Like, somebody just says something incredibly fucking stupid, and people are like, yeah, let's go do that because it'll make me popular. Yeah. Like... It'll go viral. It'll be famous. Like, why? Where, where, okay, here's the next TikTok trend. Like, like climb up the fucking electric pole and grab hold of the live wire. Like, that's <laughs> that's the trend. But you know, Okay, so here's the thing. You see, if I remember correctly, you won't be electrocuted as long as you hold it with both hands. <laughs> no, no, no. no I'm, I'm being serious. I remember something in school about that. Like, it's because... Like, as long as you're holding it with both hands, you're, like, kind of completing the circuit. Yeah. So you won't be electrocuted. But if it's only one hand or something like that, then it will allow the electricity to travel through you to something else. And if it touches the ground, then that grounds it and that would electrocute you. Interesting. It's something like that. Yeah. That's Um, really interesting. Um, So I've got a TikTok challenge for everybody. Um, Logan Paul should definitely... Definitely uh, take this challenge. And uh, it's called the Don't Be a Dickhead Dickhead Challenge. And, uh, yeah, whoever goes the longest wins. Without being a dickhead? Yeah. Whoever can go the longest without being a dickhead becomes viral and TikTok famous. Yeah, you'd be like the, you'd like the king of TikTok. Yeah. And it gives you like a uh, all expense trip, uh, all expenses paid trip to like China. Yeah, the home of TikTok. <laughs> it's like if if you can if you can like upload every day your your video evidence that you're not being a dickhead, then um, I'll buy you a big bottle of Seven Up. Ooh, like regular Seven Up, or can I get that that uh, that holiday one with like the the cranberry? Uh, winner's choice. Nice. Yeah. Sang, yo. Uh, I can't believe people like them exist. I mean, I know they exist, but I'm just like, oh, why do they exist? Like, why do they exist? Yeah. Yeah, I try not to think about it. It's pretty disheartening. All right. So let me ask you a question here. This is not really related to the, the Paul Brothers at all. All right. But, okay. Um, You have, you... Have one wish. Okay. You can't use it on yourself, though. You have to use it to do something devious. Oh, I've got or, or pull or pull like the like the the a really like something mean or devious or like a prank on somebody. Oh, just a prank because I was immediately going for murder. Okay, well, I guess you go for murder. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't name names for legal reasons on this podcast, but yes, there's somebody, if I if I just had a wish, I would wish for their death without an ounce of regret and wouldn't lose a second of sleep over it, any except to celebrate. Any particular way that they would want them to die? Painful with full knowledge of why, <laughs> of why they had to die. I was just thinking, you know what would be really funny? And I say it'd be funny because it'd be kind of funny to me, but it wouldn't be funny to a lot of people, was I would take my wish and I'd wish for a particular person to be immortal. 
<laughs> for 30 days. <laughs> like Invincible 2? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> for 30 days. And then I would go and I'd tell them that Highlander is real. <laughs> 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 Let the fun begin. <laughs> you see, yours was just murder, but funny. Because <laughs> it would be so great because, you know, like you would show them that like, oh, you can't be hurt. You're immortal. And like, like go. <laughs> and then he's <laughs> just like, you know, if you see like somebody with, I don't know, X, like they're the other person you got to kill. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great. That's yeah. that's like when we were talking about convincing um, the little kid at the Sonic showing that we had the rings that kept us from getting hurt. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like that's that's just downright hilarious. And yes, a person will still wind up dead. So, <laughs> so at, le- at least yours had the the redeeming quality of being funny. Mine is just yeah, no, they're just just like that that one person who needs to die or like. Like, you know, let's say death by, like, fingernail clippers and lemon juice. Mm. And just, like, every second knowing, yep, this happened because I did A, B, and C, and I deserve this. Wow. Yeah. You got somebody like that right now that you feel that way about? Oh, hell yeah. And I think that'd be a really funny prank. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me ask you, is that person on TV right now? No. No. This is, uh, like I said, I can't name names for legal reasons, but it's somebody uh, in my personal life. Oh, man. It's not me, is it? God, no. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, dude, dude, dude you're going to love this. You're going to love this. This last thing, this last thing, just because this is on TV. I saw this article, um, and it was it was such clickbait, dude. It was such clickbait. And I'm like, you're not even trying. <laughs> it said... Um, like, uh, like rumor, it's like, um, it's a, um, like MCU to replace Captain Marvel with binary. Is Brie Larson out? And I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like it's such it's it's and it's not it's not even really good clickbait. It's like bullshit. I don't know dick about movies clickbait. Yep. You know, yep. like or like, no dick about comic books clickbait. Like it's it's so bad. I'm like, come on, like you like you're not even trying to even come up with anything like original. Yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, all they're doing is reacting to a rumor. It's stupid. But it's even worse than that. Anybody who knows shit about Captain Marvel knows that binary is her ultimate form. <laughs> when, like, from when she lost her powers and then she got um, experimented on by the Brood, mm-hmm. and then became binary, and then she basically kind of like uh, got her Captain Marvel powers back through that. Yep. But when she gets like. You know, like seriously, like when she kicks in and she like basically taps into that power, she turns to her binary form. Mm-hmm. It's still fucking Captain Marvel, right? <laughs> so, so you're like, oh, they're gonna bring her in. It mm-hmm. is Brie Larson out? Yes, that's exactly. They're they're gonna they're gonna replace her 
with a new actress who's going to play the exact same character. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're not even trying, dude. Yeah, I mean, really, you're not trying. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was like, wow, that's such clickbait. It's like, <laughs> geez whiz. And, and it wasn't even CBR. I was like, that surprises me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was some some something I never even heard of. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of things like, you know, like Mashable and uh, Screen Rant. It was like, sometimes they get things kind of right or something, or they'll, like, have something real. But, like, most of them, they're, like, they just say the stupidest shit. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, yep. It's well. just, yeah, so, yeah, Brie, Brie Larson's supposed to be out of the MCU because they're going to bring in... Uh, binary instead. Because <laughs> they're going to bring in Brie Larson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. It's like, like in the next in the next X-Men movie, like, Logan's going to be replaced with James Howlett. And they're like, oh, no, really? <laughs> and, uh, holy crap. Damn, that sucks for you. <laughs> All right, well... This has been a fun one. It's a, been a little bit meandering, but it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, the, it's really, I mean, I love talking about Jake Paul. He's such a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and I just love being able to say hey, he's a piece of shit. But unfortunately, there's really not a lot of jokes we can get off him. I mean, like, how do you make jokes of someone whose entire life is pointless? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. Like, he can do anything he wants, and he can box anybody he wants. He can like, he can. Um, uh, uh, like win or quote win right like all the matches he wants and he can lose as much money as he wants but in the end his life doesn't matter at all like there's nothing he's done or will ever achieve that will that will make people feel oh I'm so glad he's alive right. like nothing like there's nothing he does that will make his life have any worth or meaning at all yep and the thing is all the money in the world and he's still but not all the money, but you know, like he's got he's got all this money where he can supposedly blow three and a half million dollars of Pokemon cards, and he still means nothing to nobody. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's the true justice in this situation is that you know he he's never going to be any more relevant than he is. He'll he'll never be any less relevant per se. But you know, he's, he's never going to be any more relevant. He's always going to have like. Just stupid amounts of money. But the true sweet justice of this is that he has to spend his entire, entire life as Logan Paul. And it's okay that he's like 26 right now, you know, being like a young douchebag. But let's say in 10 years, you know, yeah, I like that. Yeah. But in 10 years, uh, like people are going to be expecting more out of him. Uh-huh. And he won't be able to give them anything more because like that's all he is. He won't have matured in any way, he, any, any further. He won't have, like, grown in any way to where he could continue to, uh, like, provide any kind of, like, decent entertainment. Because, okay, well, I've grown as a person, so now I can uh, I can evolve into this. Mm-hmm. Like, no. That's the one thing that's the one thing about his, his like, Pokemon cards that they, <laughs> unlike him, they will evolve. <laughs> even, even the shitty G.I. Joe cards will evolve into something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those GIG cards, GI Joe cards will literally appreciate more in value than Logan Paul himself will. You know what's kind of funny? Mm-hmm. Is I have a box, a sealed box of original GI Joe trading cards. Did you send him the fake cards? <laughs> oh, no, I mean, hell, I'm going to hold on to these things. I have them for the dollar store. 
Uh, I mean, I'm just saying this. This could be our chance. We could go down in history and do the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I, I literally got them from the dollar store. It like I don't know how many years <laughs> back. A complete sealed box of GI Joe trading cards. That's beautiful. I bought at the dollar store. Uh, mine aren't sealed, but I've actually got the old uh, 1983 Ninja Turtles trading cards, which are just screenshots from the cartoon, and it wow. and it summarizes the scene on the back. But uh, I've got both uh, both seasons of those. I have a series of uh, I think they're made by comic images. Punisher trading cards, which are just like really bad, like, um, like images from like the comic books. Yeah. Some where they blew up panels to the point where they're kind of blurry, like, you know, and the, the chase cards or scratch and sniff, they smell like gunpowder. Nice. <laughs> I got those. <laughs> you know, I think the binders they're in are actually worth more than the trading cards themselves. Right. Oh, that's so damn sad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We, and the thing is, those cards are worth more than either Jake or Logan Paul. Yep. 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 What we got to do is uh, just buy as many uh, cheap, shitty trading cards as we can, and we need to to scam Logan Paul one more time. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, but, you just, know, this time I'm not even going to try as hard. I'm just going to be like. Hey, these are misprint Pokemon cards, and they were they were playing the GI Joe box by accident for some <laughs> for some reason. All the characters show up as GI Joes, but they're definitely Pokemon cards. Yeah, you can tell by the UPC code on them. <laughs> like these misprinted ones here, they were printed like this. God. The thing is, you could probably be that blatant with it, and he would probably still buy it just so because it would give him something to talk about. Yeah, just just so he could piss and moan on YouTube. I bought misprinted G.I. Joe cards and not Pokemon cards. Yeah, they said they were supposed to be Pokemon cards in here, but they weren't. They were just misprinted ones. I mean, I knew I shouldn't have paid, like, you know, $3.5 million for it. You know what? No, yeah, we already had a conversation. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just need to sell my NFTs to him. Which brings it back to, I cannot believe he's not a crypto bro yet. But he will be, give it time. That's what you need to do. You need to tell. You need to sell him an NFT of a sealed box of <laughs> of first edition Pokemon cards. I'd do it. I'd sell him two different versions of the NFT. One of them would not have the words first edition on the box. One of these are full of GI Joe cards. Can you guess which one? No, I think I'd sell him a box of uh, Pokemon. Um... New edition trading cards. When he opens it up, it'll just be trading cards set from New Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. <laughs> oh, that's good. But then, but then they evolve in the Belbert DeVoe. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're an hour fifteen in. Uh, wow. We could we could make this a two parter if you want. No, no, let's get this. <laughs> I don't want to give him that much attention. All right, his mother doesn't. <laughs> yeah, only thing his mother gives attention to is her clown hole. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's talking about your mother. <laughs>
Oh, man. Well, yes, I've been a Comey. This has been fun. Uh, my name is Turk182. And, uh, yeah, I love making fun of people. Yeah. Bully more people. Yeah, I think. I mean, hell, it's what they, what they used to say back in the old day, right? It was like, bully, 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 bully. You know, so. <laughs> Later, everybody. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.